Hello and welcome to Keep Going and Growing. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'm your host, Neve Stone, and I'm a 21-year-old student in my second year at the University of Edinburgh, and I study geography. This is a fun, chatty and informal podcast where I discuss a huge variety of different topics such as mental health, wellness, personal development, university, travel, sustainability, and yeah, just whatever I find interesting. I make this podcast have fun and share my passions, and I hope to encourage others and myself to look for the positives in things. I want to find ways that we can all keep going and growing as we navigate the challenges of life, but also pause to recognise the beauty in the chaos. This week, we're going to be talking about resetting. And obviously, it's the new year. We're in January now, 2023. It's all very exciting going into the new year, but it's also a little bit overwhelming. And I don't know about you, but I've been feeling extremely overwhelmed with just the task of like, oh, plan all these goals for the new year. And don't worry, I'm I'm very aware that last week's episode was like, hey, 2023 is here. Here are my goals. New year, new me. So, you know, I'm guilty of it too. But I also just thought this week we'd break the idea of resetting down into just some manageable, yeah, just some manageable, not too overwhelming or stressful tasks and give you, yeah, just some more practical ways to actually, yeah, just break it down. What are you going to do? And I've set this into different physical and mental digital spaces. So I think this is going to be a great episode. And yeah, I'm really, I'm really not trying to make anyone feel any more overwhelmed than you probably already are with the notion of the new year and new year's resolutions. And it's going to be fine, guys. We've got a whole year. We don't have to achieve everything right now in January. And I need to remind myself of that as well. So this is going to be a very chill episode, just talking about things you can do to reset if that's something that you want to do. I just think it's so nice going to new year. I feel like there's a lot of motivation around the new year time. And I think that just means, yeah, we've got the extra boost of motivation to just reset, make our space really nice and clean and tidy, do some things, some one-off things that we don't do very often. So I'll be talking about lots of different things within your home, within your digital space, within your mind. I think this can be good fun. And yeah, it's weird because at the moment there's this kind of like, two narratives on social media and I've heard a lot of social media people talking about this lots of different podcasts and such just mentioning this idea that there's this real like antithesis between the two narratives where one is like you need to like hustle it's the new year work really hard make all these goals you've got to achieve everything start on day one and first of January do it right now you're falling behind do it right now and like that can be good for like motivation and such and that works for some people but on the other hand, there's also this narrative that's like, eh, no, just slow down. It's fine. Just take a nap. Just slow down. Just be kind to yourself. You don't need to do it now. Like, and I think, again, that's helpful as well. But I think you need a bit of a balance of the both. Otherwise, you're going to be stressed and overwhelmed. Or on the other side of that, you're going to get nothing done. So we definitely don't want to be stressed and overwhelmed. But we also want to be doing things. So I'm hoping to strike a balance in the middle of those two narratives and not add to any stress you may already be feeling about things. So, yes. 
I hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks for joining. Ready, set, reset. Okay, so this week's quote. So I had a really good quote, but then my Pinterest like automatically refreshed and it's gone. But I think the quote was along the lines of be the energy you want to attract. And I really liked that quote because it was just, it really spoke to me. Like I've also chosen another quote once it refreshed and I was looking for another quote in case I couldn't remember that one. And the other one I chose was no one can give you what you want, but yourself. Gotta love Pinterest, really good quotes on there. But yeah, please don't think that I come up with these quotes myself because I don't, it's all Pinterest. And I think it's really hard because I think I expect sometimes things to happen to me. I expect sometimes to be handed things and I I wait for a sign to be like, oh, should I do this? I'll just wait to see if, you know, somebody mentions it or I see it on something. I don't know. I think sometimes I'm just like, oh, I really don't want to do that. I'm just going to wait and put it off. And I have to remember that nothing happens if I don't make it happen. And I can't just wait around for a sign or for someone else to get it started. I just need to get on with things. And I think it's kind of a, it's a bit of tough love, really, just reminding yourself, actually, no one can give you what you want for yourself. And I think I've kind of spoke about this before on the podcast, and I've probably done a quote pretty similar to this. But I do just think, whilst it's great to have really amazing people in your life around you that, you know, help you recharge and, you know, just bring so much happiness and joy. I think that at the end of the day, we can't always rely on everybody else to make things happen. We have to make things happen in our own life. At the end of the day, our goals, you know, they're not as important to other people, but they are going to have a big impact on our life. So we're responsible for making those things happen. So whatever it is that comes to your mind when I say, when I say this quote, that's what you need to do for yourself. No one can give you what you want for yourself. Be the energy you want to attract. And the, yeah, the main thing of both those quotes is just things aren't going to happen if you don't make them happen. And like I said, it's a bit of tough love, so I'm sorry, but yeah, it's up to you at the end of the day to make these things happen. If if it's important to you, then you need to make the time to do these things and not just expect them to happen on their own. Okay, so book update. I'm still reading Counting the Cost by David and Shirley Donovan. And this is the Christian book I was talking about last week. It's really, really good. I'm really enjoying it. It's just pretty heavy stuff. So I'm not getting through it as quickly as I might have liked to. But yeah, it's all about a group of missionaries who are in the Niger Delta and they are helping the local people there. They set up a medical facility for eye care, but they are kidnapped by one of the local gangs. And yeah, well, a group of them from the main group are kidnapped. And it's about, yeah, just how do they how do they justify God and their faith in this situation, which is pretty dire and pretty scary and horrible and it's just, I mean, it's a true story. It's a true story and it's written by two of the people, a couple who were kidnapped and it's their story and just their story with God and how, yeah, they reconciled their faith with that situation and everything that was happening to them. So I'm enjoying that. As I say, it's heavy stuff, but it's really, really good and I've been learning so much from it and I would really, really recommend it. It's it's almost like often Christian books are obviously non-fiction but this is fiction with Christian themes and such so I think it's really interesting in a very different way to have written a book with such Christian themes and just exploring those different Christian themes within the narrative so yeah 
life updates. I've been having a fairly chill week. It's been really nice. I've been seeing some friends. I went for waffles last week with a friend and that was really, really nice. There's a waffle house where we live and we were just catching up for hours. That was really, really lovely. I've been for some really nice walks around my local area. That's been really nice. Been really enjoying walking when the sun's been out, but there's been quite a lot of rain this last week. So I've been trapped inside a bit. My dad and I have been watching the film Knives Out, but it's quite a long film. So we're currently halfway through when I'm recording this. Hopefully we will have finished the film by this the time this comes out. But yes, yeah, so we're enjoying that. But I can't really tell you my full opinion, but would recommend it so far. We've been enjoying watching it. Still watching Gilmore Girls. And yeah, I've been, been slacking on the TV front. But yeah, just been been chilling, seeing friends and family and getting ready to go back to university. When you're listening to this, I'll be back in Edinburgh, which is very exciting. Looking forward to going back. I've also been just really eating a lot of good food. I've got to say, I've had quite a few meals out. Like I said, I had the waffles, which were amazing. I went for Italian food as well over the weekend, which was really nice. Love Italian food. You can't go wrong with it. Also got a really nice halloumi kebab type thing that was really nice I've been eating a lot of halloumi I don't know if any other vegetarians out there feel me on that but yeah that's what I've been up to it's been nice just chilling just doing things to set myself up for going back to Edinburgh and starting a new semester at university so let's get into the main part of the episode and talk about the idea of resetting. So I'm going to start off with the physical spaces in your home and obviously everybody's homes are different but you can do this whether you're in a home, your family home or you're at your flat or your uni house or wherever you are. So I'm going to start off with the bathroom, kind of a weird place to start but I do think that there's a lot in the bathroom that we could, okay it sounds weird now, There's a lot of resetting we can do in the bathroom. I don't know how to say that, it's sounding weird. But the first thing I thought of is cleaning your makeup brushes. So if you're someone who uses makeup, then you probably probably haven't cleaned your makeup brushes for a while. Don't lie, you haven't cleaned them for ages because it's one of those really just annoying, time-consuming tasks that you just don't get around to doing. You put it off and put it off and put it off because it's boring. So... Yeah, maybe it's time to clean those makeup brushes. I uh, I might do it after this. It's definitely on the to-do list because it's been a while and that's disgusting. But look, you know that you do it too. So yes, I mean, it's only makeup. It's not exactly, not too gross, but they should get cleaned every now and again. So maybe go and clean your makeup brushes, make them all fluffy again. That would be nice. And another thing is just to organize your makeup because I think like if you're like me then you have loads of different makeup items from all different places and some of them like half used some of them are almost empty but you for some reason already opened another one so you haven't finished the almost empty one just organize your makeup and actually use the things that need to be used up and then move on to the next things I don't know why it happens but I feel like makeup gets so disorganized so quickly so in general just go to your makeup bag or wherever you keep your makeup and just kind of give it a little refresh and clean your brushes, go through everything and throw away the things that are empty. And just, if you're like me, then you just hold on to mascaras for ages. You've just got like a million mascaras and like they're all empty, but you just hold on to them because you just don't ever throw them away for some reason. The next 
bit of business in the bathroom is I think just organizing your toiletries and your skincare, all those kind of things. I just think that again, these are things that like you half use and then you open new ones and then you've got a bunch of open shower gels and you're like, oh, I, I've messed up here. I think just, yeah, just make a bit of an order to things. I think that it can very quickly build up and you've got a million things open and just out and maybe just take time to just clear things up a bit and yeah, just managing your bathroom and toiletries and making things look nice, especially if you've got other people going in there to use the bathroom. I think just in general, like deep cleaning your bathroom, I think that's something that I always put off, but it has to be done. Just making sure everything's clean and sanitary and yeah, just changing the bin, mopping, just wiping all the surfaces and dusting, maybe airing it out a bit if you're lucky enough to have a window in your bathroom and yeah, just maybe spraying to stop mold and things like that. Just all those very necessary things that just keep your bathroom nice and you'll probably have other people using the bathroom and you want them to think you have a nice bathroom so yeah just cleaning down the shower or the bath and the toilet and the sink all those sorts of things just refilling things like if the soap needs to be refilled those kind of things just being like oh I haven't actually got any more shampoo I should probably get some more of that putting some nice re-diffusers or something in there just to make it smell nice I think just really make it a nice space to be in because when other people come around they're probably going to go in there as well so let your bathroom be a nice presentable place maybe put a spray or something in there for people to use I don't know just yeah I think bathrooms can be a very dirty place so let's be deep cleaning our bathrooms and making them a nice space people to be in so not you know going in too scared to touch things not you know they're doubting the last time the towel was changed so yeah go and change your hand towel as well go and give it a wash and put a new one in there so I feel like people always forget to do that so once your bathroom is nice and clean and smelling good and yeah everything's sparkling in there then you can move on to the kitchen area where you prepare your food and keep food and probably lots of other things so the kitchen is an equally important area that you probably will be having people in you might be having a few little dinner parties or something and you want the kitchen space to be nice and also the kitchen is somewhere where you end up spending a lot of time so you may as well make it somewhere that is a nice place to be in so again obviously you just you can clean it because your kitchen probably also needs a nice deep clean it you know it never hurts to give your kitchen nice clean clean down all the counters and the drawers the handles on things the sink the cupboards just have a little dust spray things down water your plants we have a few plants in our kitchen but they always die and we just can't seem to keep them alive but I don't know maybe we overwater them I don't know if you're like us then maybe don't water your plants because you might be overwatering them but yeah give your kitchen a really nice clean mop and hoover make sure this floor is not sticky or gross or anything take out the bins honestly doing the bins is the bane of my life but just go through and do it hopefully you live with nice people who will also take out the bins sometimes but maybe you don't which is a shame but it's got to be done because you don't want any smelly bins that is not a nice aroma for people to have when they enter into your into your space so take out the bins, put new bin bags in, maybe clean down the bins because sometimes they can get pretty gross and it will help with the smell, I promise. And then I would go through your cupboards, go through your fridge, get rid of the things that have gone off, honestly, because, you know, you might have 
cans of stuff that has expired and you haven't even noticed and just go through and really make sure that everything in there is stuff you use it hasn't gone out of date and like I said same with your fridge some things even when they've been in the fridge can still go moldy so just check look in all your jars and stuff you know check your spices check that they're all in date just all of those things make sure that everything in your kitchen is ready for use and is not going to give you some sort of food poisoning and I think also coming with cleaning your kitchen just do all those really like annoying things like clean the oven clean the microwave clean the dishwasher if you're lucky enough to have a dishwasher clean the kettle clean the washing machine clean the fridge I think our fridge just gets so kind of gross I don't know how but yeah just giving your space proper clean so when you're putting your nice food in there that you've bought from the supermarket it's going into a nice clean space it's not getting all gross once you put it into the cupboards and such and into the fridge so those things will just make a big difference long term so just take a moment to just really clean things down and make things nice descale your kettle just give your oven a little clean or maybe it cleans itself that would be very fancy yeah just do your washing machine with a bit of white vinegar just run it through and just give it a clean on the inside because you don't want to be putting your clothes in there and then things are coming out dirty and yeah I think I think that sums up the kitchen area just make sure things are nice and that it's a space you want to be in obviously with the bathroom and kitchen it can be a bit tedious because you feel like you're constantly cleaning them but they are important spaces to keep clean the next thing is your bedroom so Hopefully you're cleaning your bedroom regularly. I'm not going to be telling you how to clean your bedroom, but hopefully you're hoovering and dusting. And honestly, I feel like I'm constantly hoovering and dusting my room because our floors just show so much dirt and dust and all that sort of thing. We've got these lovely like hardwood grey floors. And I think honestly, carpets cover a lot more than sort of hardwood floors. Hardwood floors just seem to show every little bit so I'm constantly like I'll literally hoover and then I'll be back in my room and I'll be like oh my gosh it's already I can already see more bits it's like how have they already come back but anyway it's a constant cycle but it's good just to have a good cleaning routine and keeping things nice I try to clean my bedroom like every week or so so go and get all your dirty clothes go and put them in the washing machine take them off the floor of your bedroom so that you can keep your bedroom clean and go and hoover it if you need to But yeah, obviously just keep on top of your clothes and stuff and go and do a big load of clothes washing. That'll definitely make you feel better once you've got that mound of washing out of the way. And then I think something that I've been doing lately is going through my drawers, going through my wardrobes, just taking out all the clothes I really don't wear and that don't fit me anymore or just are not my style anymore and just donating them to charity or if they're broken I've had a lot of old pairs of shoes that are just completely unwearable and I had a coat that was broken so rather than donating those to charity taking them to the clothes recycling and things like that so yeah but it's really annoying if you open up your wardrobe and you've got loads of clothes in there that literally just don't fit you so I think it's important and I think it will make you feel so much better in the long run just to go through take out the things that don't fit and then you're not even going to be in your eye line when you open up the wardrobe trying to decide in a frantic rush what to wear in the morning it narrows down your options to the things that you actually do wear and that do fit you which is always helpful because as I say you're often in a rush and like ah, I don't know what to wear I need to go I don't oh I go there's so many options oh that jumper doesn't even fit me why is that in here all these things are good to do and I'm not saying you should do these things all at once because I think you really will be overwhelmed if you do that you'll literally be 
So he'll be like running around, like going crazy, like, oh, I need to just do everything right now. That is not what I'm saying. Do not do everything at once. Do things in your own time. And maybe you can tackle a different room every week or whatever. But I just think resetting your physical space is really important. And it's really helpful in the long term for having a calm mind and having a nice, clean and just very practical space with just things that you need in it. I think that is going to help you in the long run just to not feel too overwhelmed. I also think with your bedroom, you know, maybe move some things around. You probably spend a lot of time in your room. And I think just, yeah, make it a space you want to be in. Take the time to decorate it and keep it clean and have it organized. Tidy up your space. Don't let clothes pile up on the floor. Have somewhere where you put the dirty clothes. Have a little hamper or something. But yeah, just tidy up those drawers. Tidy up your wardrobe. Just reorganize things so you know where everything is, everything makes sense, get rid of things you're not using anymore and yeah, maybe move things around a bit and just have a bit of a fresher take on things. So the next thing I'm going to be talking about is the digital space. So obviously we've just talked about the physical spaces that you have. And you may have more than your bedroom, kitchen and bathroom, but I just thought they were good places to start and places that most people probably have. So now I thought we'd talk about the digital space because we spend a lot of time online. And so I think it's really important for us to think, yeah, about what we're doing with our time online. And we don't want to be wasting our time I'm not going to sit here and tell you to get off your phone and lower your screen time or any of that stuff because I think that, you know, not all the time we're spending on our phones and stuff is bad. A lot of it can be productive and connecting with other people around us. And so, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and like bad mouth social media and stuff and try and get you off your phone. That's not that's not what I'm trying to say. But when we are on our phone, there's a lot of information being thrown at us and I'm trying to kind of limit that because I think sometimes it's a bit overwhelming all the content there is out there to consume and so how do we make this more manageable for ourselves so that when we go onto Facebook or our camera roll it's not just like oh, okay I don't know how to deal with that that's a lot of information so yeah have a bit of a digital detox to reset yourself and I think the first way to do that is going into your camera roll deleting a bunch of photos and videos that you know are maybe repeats or they're just like candid photos that are just not they're not good just go through your camera roll and really like cleanse it so that when you're scrolling through it's just the photos that you want on there I think the next thing is social media and going to your Instagram going to your Facebook and seeing who you're following and just unfollowing people that maybe you don't speak to anymore you don't really care what they're doing unfollowing influencers that maybe don't make you feel great about yourself or brands that you just aren't really interested in anymore and equally you can go and you know follow other things that you do want to follow follow new people follow new brands whatever it is and just kind of rejuvenate that space that you spend you know a fair amount of time on and that's not a bad thing but just make sure you're seeing the content that you want to see when you're on your phone I guess you know it would make sense so just go through your following and your friends or whatever it is depending on the app you're using and just kind of detox that a bit and make it more relevant for you now I also think like just going through your phone and deleting apps I think you know if you're like me you never have enough storage on any of your devices 
go through and just delete the apps because they're not any good to you if you're not using them. And maybe you'll see an app and be like, oh, I completely forgot I had that. I really like that app. And then you'll start using it again. But most of them you're probably going to look through and be like, yeah, I haven't used that in months. I don't need that anymore. Or, oh, I don't even have a subscription for that anymore. So I'm just going to delete it off my phone. And yeah, just, or maybe you want to organize little folders on your home screen so that it's easier to find things. You've got them all in different categories and color coordinated or whatever. I think also going through which podcasts you're subscribed to, which YouTubers you're subscribed to, and just unsubscribing from the ones that you're not really bothered about and maybe subscribing to some new ones and bringing in some fresh new ideas and such. But hopefully you're not going to, hopefully you're not going to unfollow this podcast. I hope you're still going to be listening. But yeah, there are definitely going to be some things inevitably you just don't have time for. So get rid of them. And I also think just going onto your laptop, looking at your desktop, looking at your downloads, just looking at your files and organizing things a bit, putting things into folders and then just deleting anything that you don't need. I've done this recently and it just makes my laptop so much better to be on. I've got all my podcast stuff in one area. I've got my different uni modules and the work split up into different folders. So it's all very easily accessible to find and I've deleted any junk stuff that I don't need anymore. And I just think, yeah, clearing that digital space is going to be good for you again in the long run, help you to feel less overwhelmed by things. And it's easier to keep on top of things once you've once you've created those folders, you can just keep adding stuff to them and things like that. And it will become more of a habit. And so you won't have to do this again where everything's just piled up on you and you have to go through everything and hopefully it won't take too long but like I said we spend a lot of time on our laptops on our phones let's make them a space that actually brings something good to us and finally I wanted to talk about the idea of a kind of mental reset I think as we think about 2023 and our goals and resolutions it can all feel like a lot I don't know I don't I've just been feeling very kind of weighed down by hearing everyone's different goals and being like oh maybe I should be doing that as well maybe that should be a goal for me and I keep adding and adding and adding and I've just had to go through and clear things because I've already said on this podcast what my goals are so I don't want to be adding any more to that because it's just gonna it's gonna become completely unmanageable completely unrealistic so yeah a little mental reset I think as we as we are living now in the new year so I think the first thing is to like just journal about things or just write things out, whatever you want to call it. And I've written out my goals for January, what I want to have achieved by the end of January. This just makes it a bit more manageable to break down my bigger goals into smaller, more achievable goals. And it helps me to kind of like be a bit calmer and be like, okay, I can see how I'm working towards that now. By the end of January, I want to have done this. And then again, when it becomes February, what do I want to have achieved by the end of this month? So yeah I think don't plan too far ahead just the plan for the month that we're in I think otherwise it's going to become all a bit overwhelming again but yeah what do you want to have done by the end of January to reach your larger goals how are you going to be yeah working towards those things and I think just keeping on top of things if you've agreed to things or you've got things coming up just writing things down keeping on top of things so you don't forget about anything filling out the dates in your calendar, whether that's on your phone or a physical calendar or wherever you store this information, but just actually making sure like, okay, yeah, I've said I'm going to do that. So I'm going to write this down and make sure that I actually go to that thing. I think the next thing is just sit down and when everything feels a bit overwhelming with 
new year, new me, all these goals, all these resolutions. You're like, oh my gosh, my head's going to explode. Sit down and just be like, okay, what am I, what in my life are my priorities? What do I want to be doing? How do I want to spend my time? And just really like going back to basics, like, okay, I want to be drinking enough water. I want to be eating nutritious meals. I need to make sure I'm doing my food shopping. I want to be moving my body and going for walks and exercising. How am I going to fit that in? What else is important to me? Do I need to walk my dog? Do I need to meet up with my friends? Do I have some books I want to read? Just sitting down and just writing out everything that you, yeah, that is important to you and numbering things. What are your priorities in a week? What are your non-negotiables, things that you have to do, you will not let yourself back out of? And I've done this in my notion. I talked a bit about how I'd kind of organized my 2023 and upcoming weeks and months in notion. And I think I've done this by color coding. So I have in orange things that are absolute non-negotiables that I have to do. Purple are things that I really should be doing and it's not the end of the world if I don't but I would really like to be doing and then pink is just for like look this is a social thing this would be really fun to do but if you're really exhausted on that day and you just don't feel able to do it then that is okay and I think it's good to have that like what are the priorities what is it like nope I have to do this I've paid for this or this date has been in the diary for months this is work stuff this is something I cannot not do this is a health thing there's an appointment, whatever it is. Then you have the things that you would really like to do, the things that you really should be doing. But it's, like I said, not the end of the world if you don't. And then you have things that it's like, okay, it'd be really great if I did this, but it really isn't going to make much difference if I don't. A month from now, it's not going to have made any difference. So yeah, this would be nice to do, but I also will have to listen to myself and see how I'm feeling at that time. So yeah, I think that those things yeah, they're really important and just prioritizing the different things in your life because we've all got busy lives. We've all got a lot going on. So let's just make sure that we're getting everything we want to do done. Like I said at the beginning, you're the only one that's going to get these things done. No one else is going to do it for you. So let's get started. Let's get on with it. And just hopefully sitting down doing that will help you to have a bit of a mental reset, remind yourself of what is important to you and what you want to be focusing your time on. So yeah, I really hope this episode has been helpful and it's helped you to think about that physical, digital and mental reset that you can be doing. I hope this has broken it down into manageable steps for you. I hope you're not feeling overwhelmed like I said, you don't need to do any of these things. And if you do want to do these things, you don't have to do them all at once. I hope this was helpful and that you're having a great new year. And maybe you've got started with some of your resolutions and goals and maybe you haven't and that's okay. You've got the whole year. So don't be putting too much pressure on yourself. But equally, you know, if there's things you can be doing now to set things up for your future self, then let's be doing that. So I hope this has been helpful for you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Perhaps you learned something new. If there is anything you want to talk to me about following on from this episode, then you can get in touch with me on Instagram at at keepgng underscore podcast. I always love to chat to you guys. I upload new episodes every Thursday and you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure that you see the new episodes. There is a link in the show notes to my social media. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at 
at keepgng underscore podcast. And if you are a reader like me, then go and follow me on Goodreads. If you have a moment, it would be amazing if you could leave a rating and review for the podcast as this helps others to find me and I just really love reading them. I hope you all have a great day, a great week and I will see you next Thursday with another episode. Bye!